Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Más de un millón de personas han acudido a Upstart para préstamos personales. Nuestra plataforma en línea brinda acceso fácil y rápido a los fondos que necesita, ya sea para consolidar la deuda de su tarjeta de crédito o para pagar las facturas. Puede consultar su tasa en tan solo cinco minutos, sin afectar su puntaje crediticio. Hay préstamos desde mil hasta cincuenta mil dólares y puede conseguir los fondos en tan solo un día hábil. Visite Upstart.com para verificar su tasa. Eso es Upstart.com. El monto del préstamo se determinará en función de su crédito, sus ingresos y otros datos facilitados en su solicitud de préstamo. Tens of thousands of Ukrainian Americans live throughout Metro Detroit and they have families that all of a sudden back home were in a war zone following last week's Russian invasion. They're male members, but they're of age to be fighting. That's where they're going. Families are being separated. Women are taking arms in Ukraine. In times like these, communities become even more important. What exactly does the Ukrainian community look like in southeastern Michigan? And we'll let you know how you can help them help their countrymen and women back in Europe. I'm Zach Clark. While it's nowhere near the size of our local Polish community, there are over 45,000 Ukrainian Americans that live in Metro Detroit. By the numbers, that's in the top five nationally in areas of concentration. And that's not a huge surprise when you consider that Poland and Ukraine share a border, Polish immigrants helping to pave the way for Ukrainian people to come to this area. But more than that, people from Ukraine came to Detroit after the Second World War for the same reason everybody else did to make cars. How do you explain? the Ukrainian-American community here in Metro Detroit. And I'll tell you this, it's much bigger than I thought it was. <laughs> yes, yes it is. The biggest flux was, of course, after World War II. And uh, those are our parents and grandparents who you know, came to the United States, came to the Detroit area. A lot of them worked in the automotive industry. That is Lesha Florchuk. She's the president of the Ukrainian Cultural Center in Warren, Florchuk says the community is a vibrant one, certainly not limited to the UCC in Warren. Every Friday we have a luncheon. We do have a bar that's open to the public. People are under the assumption you have to be Ukrainian to come in here. No, any ethnic person is more than welcome. You know, we have two credit unions right by the Ukrainian Cultural Center. We have St. Joseph's Church across the street. Some Ukrainians are Catholic and some are Orthodox. So we have, you know, an Orthodox church in Southfield. We have several Catholic churches in Detroit, Dearborn, Redford, Warren, Hamtramck. It's believed that about 200,000 Russian troops are in or around Ukraine. That said, a senior defense official tells CBS News that the Russians are being slowed in their advance on Kyiv by logistics issues and Ukrainian resistance. They've advanced. The Russians have about three miles only in the last 24 hours. Lesha Florchik from the Ukrainian Community Center says over the last hundred years or so, in and out of Soviet control, it's put Ukrainians through many hardships, hardships that she says have helped to prepare them for what's happening now. Are you surprised at all by the just sheer resilience and the resistance being put up? I mean, the Russian army is huge, but they're having a pretty hard time. I'm not surprised because we are a strong, resilient people. 
I look at, you know, what happened during the genocide in 1932 and 33 with Stalin, with the forced famine of Ukrainians. I mean, many of our grandparents went through that. And, you know, just even reading about it, it's so sad. But hearing about it, and a lot of them don't want to talk about it because it's very painful. But we are a resilient group of people. We gained our independence in 1991 from Russia. So we've been independent. It's always been a sore point for Putin. He's wanted Ukraine to be under his rule because he feels Ukrainians and Russians are the same. We're not. We have different ideologies. We have different language. Certainly, while that kind of bravery is a point of pride for local Ukrainians, but it all comes at a cost. At a minimum, it's fear. This is not a country that's used to being in constant turmoil. For over 30 years, the Ukrainian people have enjoyed freedom in bustling metropolises like Kyiv, The country's capital is home to three million people. For perspective, it's about the size of Chicago. Huge city. While Florchuk says local Ukrainian-Americans are scared, they're also aware of how important their help is to their counterparts in Europe. They are very frightened because some people have been here for 20 years. Some people have only been here for eight years, but they still have family members there, and they're in contact with them. Of course, they're very frightened, depending on if they're in the east or in the west of Ukraine, you know, trying to get a hold of their family members see if they're safe. They're male members, of course, if they're of age to be fighting, that's where they're going. So families are being separated. Women are taking arms in Ukraine because they, they've had a taste of their independence and how a democracy works, and they enjoy it just like we do here. just want to pull a quick sidebar here. Could that civilian insurgents be the difference maker in Ukraine? Former U.S. ambassador who spent time in Russia and current University of Michigan professor Melvin Levitsky spoke to my colleague WWJ anchor Greg Bowman and said the Ukrainian citizens who take up arms are indeed likely to slow down the Russian troops. I don't think he will be successful in the sense of taking over the country. And if he does, it's like Colin Powell used to say, you know, former Secretary of State Colin Powell, whom I knew quite well, used to say it's the pottery barn. If you break it, it's yours. And what happens if you go in? Do you, are you an occupying power? How long does that work? What about guerrilla actions against you? Is it, um, you remember they went into Afghanistan before and they got knocked back by the locals. Uh, I'm not saying that, you know, that Ukraine is like Afghanistan, but certainly there will be fighting, continued fighting, even if the Russians go in and take over Kiev. While the Ukrainian community thrives here in Metro Detroit, they say they still need help supporting their family and friends overseas. Lesha Florchuk, we've been talking to her. She's the head of the Ukrainian Cultural Center in Warren. She says they need aid to the front lines to not only help Ukrainians in battle, but to help those injured in battle. They're asking for things like tourniquets, tactical medical kits, and non-lethal military supplies. Though they are helping with military supplies too, believe it or not. And they're even looking for some folks that are already on their way to Eastern Europe to take things with them. And Florchuk says because they've had to do this sort of thing multiple times, they know exactly what they're doing. About three weeks ago, we formed a committee called the Ukrainian-American Crisis Response Committee. It's made up of over 30 individuals from various factions of the Ukrainian community. Right now, we're looking for funds and medical supplies. The funds can be used to buy things in Europe to send to Ukraine, whereas we can't send ammunition and guns and things like that and other things that they need. We're collecting money and we're collecting medical aid. If you go on the website for uacrisisresponse.org, you can see what our platform is. We have two credit unions that are accepting donations. 
There are organizations that have direct connections to the front line. Metro Detroit has long had a proud Eastern European tradition, and while the bulk of it may be those of Polish descent, the Ukrainian community here in southeast Michigan is vibrantly proud, and as I mentioned earlier, about 45,000 people strong. By the way, Florchek says the local Ukrainian community has been getting plenty of help and support from their neighbors in Europe, local Polish Americans. The Eastern European bloc has shaped the local area here in Metro Detroit for decades and decades. Now those that remain in that Eastern European bloc, especially in Ukraine, need the help of those here in the States. Metro Detroiters, they're rushing to come to their aid. The latest on what's happening in Ukraine can be found at www.jnewsradio.com. If you want to help Ukrainians, you can visit uacrisisresponse.org. Thanks to both Lesha Florchuk, the president of the Ukrainian Cultural Center in Warren, and former ambassador and current University of Michigan professor Melvin Blavitsky. All the music on this podcast is written and produced by Ozone Music and Sound in Royal Oak. I'm Zach Clark. Thanks for listening. You have power. And at Lake Trust Credit Union, we're here to help you unleash it. How? Well, first we listen to your goals, your hopes, and your dreams. And then we work with you to help you get there. Whether it's everyday banking, life-changing loans, or friendly advice, we exist to find the power in you and in all of us. Lake Trust, the power in all of us. Find your power at laketrust.org. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.